So it's that time again for us to come and judge y'all and y'all's um, ways of thinking. My name is Lonnie. And as, you, as per usual, I'm joined by Leah. Hello. And welcome to another episode of WRYH Podcast, better known as Who Raised You Hoes. Um, just a show that normally just decides that your ways of thinking, your logic, is just deplorable and someone needs to tell you that is utterly fucking disgusting. Um, it is Monday night, and here we are yet again in this room, and tonight, instead of wine, instead of a lime marita, we are drinking Paul Masson. Peach, because y'all asses is in fucking trouble. It's been a long 24 hours. And y'all been acting up the entire 20 goddamn black ass four. So... We're going to start beforehand. Um, actually, no, it's going to lead into what we want to start to get into. Yesterday, me and Aaliyah, we're going to start on a positive note. Me and Aaliyah attended the Millennium Tour. Just got the building and it's popped in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, honestly, as y'all can hear, my voice is a little hoarse this week because um, I was having too much damn fun. If you saw my Insta story, I had fun. I had fun. We had, ball. we had a flipping ball. Now, the beautiful part about Prudential that a lot of people don't understand is the service, like, after a while, the service is shot because I guess there's so many people, I want to say. No, it just has really bad service because when um, my graduation was there, I didn't have any service either. And it basically was real selective in when it wanted to. Like, my mom was texting me and I was getting everything, like, way later. So, yeah, like, cause just my- where you are. Um, cause my cousin's, um, daughter's mom was texting me and I couldn't even get her messages. I got them like late as hell. So the, the, the opening act for the whole tour was, um, actually Changi. Changi went on at 7.30, like literally 7.30, no later than 7.35 Changi was on stage. Uh-huh. So Changi started, of course, we all had a moment, um, reliving some of his memories and the things that he's done for the culture and the things he's attributed to said culture. Mm-hmm. Um, right after Chingy was Bobby Valentino. Bobby Valentino. Bobby Valentino. Now, I like Bobby V, but this whole traumatic um James Brown thing that he likes to do when he leaves Girl, the stage. I was is a like, bit if much. you don't sit your five ass down with that fucking cape, but okay, it was cute. Oh no, you missed the one video that I de- did see. Where he like literally was like acting like James Brown when he had just gave his like basically gave all of all of himself to the stage. Now, at the Bobby V was Lloyd. Now this is where the show takes a turn, and we're gonna get into that. But we're gonna hold the rants about everything until after until afterwards. We're gonna come back to to it now. While we were there, I had told Aaliyah that um Nipsey Hussle had got shot. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't know how many times he had got shot. I didn't know where on the body he was shot, but he w- I knew for a fact that he was shot. Yeah. Now, was... in the middle of Lloyd's set, which was so good, by the way. Um, Carol and Ashanti came out. Uh, it was such a surprise. Oh, my God. I was so, yo, Ashanti I knew was Ashanti just thick with a, a couple C's and some K's. She was thick. And, and, that, and that's no still no surge, honey. If you're not gay, that means she had no plastic surgery. And you, oh man, now, are we talking about when it turned? Um, and of course, Ashanti and Jarwin came out. Now, toward the end is when Lloyd made the announcement that Nipsey Hussle had passed away. 
Um, and it changed the mood of the whole show. Um, we're gonna and get to our thoughts. So long. Well, we so fun. And we're gonna come back to Nipsey. We're not. We're gonna address it later on. So um, afterwards, like the show, like the Yang Twins came out afterwards, but the mood was kind of killed. But they did get us turned back and turned back up. But um, after the Yang Yang Twins was pretty Ricky. Ricky. Oh, Lola. They had me want to go get pregnant. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, y'all already know my aspirations for trying mm. to. Get oh my pregnant, god! I was. Oh my god! I was motivated. <gasps> I was motivated. Maybe it took me back to remember when. Spectacular, bitch. Oh, Lord. spectacular alone. You know, I gave up. I gave up the light skins a couple of years ago. So I had but, this um, once. I probably had me. Um, but Spec, uh, it, it was one part of the show. I forget what show, what song they were on. And Spec, wait, no, it was um, was on, it Hotline? On the Hotline, he yes, came he that hell, bitch, bitch. When he did, when but when Pleasure P had his set and he did, did you wrong? I'm like, oh, y'all taking me back. Y'all are taking me back to like on the bus. With the DMC, the Blue Star CD. If you are a Pretty Ricky fan, you remember the Blue Stars album. And I would have got my everlasting life if they would have did Chevy. Now, if you remember the Blue, the, uh, Blue Stars album, Chevy was just the shit. Mm. But, um, Wells happened. After them was Mario. And that was really when it settled in that Nipsey was gone. Yeah, because afterwards, um, um, Lloyd, of course, had a moment of silence afterwards. Mario addressed it because, of course, he did his song, Care For You. And that was the song that I started crying in because I was like, oh, I wasn't going to do it. So I did it. Afterwards, um, after Mario, and Lord knows you know me, I love Mario. So I was getting my life. When he started saying never... I'm like, this is a fan favorite. You have to understand from the first album, Never was like one of, that's a true fan favorite. If you love Mario, you love Never. So, afterwards, they came, of course, was the main event. B2K. Mm. <sighs> now, they came out to Girlfriend. Um... And it was just so good to see all the brothers on stage, all of them alive, healthy, well, no, like get working out their issues to collect the pot, to collect the check. I mean, I'm all for it. Why not? Um, nobody acted a plum ass fool like I expected because we all know Raz love you much, but you still mentally a little unstable and that's no shade to the girls get paid. You need a little therapy. That's you need a little Jesus, a little therapy, a mixture of both. But, um, he didn't. He didn't nut up. I will. I will say when J Bug went into the tribute to you guys, sir. When Bitch. He, I was like, come on now, you really. I want to go home and watch you guys, sir. Now I'm it was so it. cheesy, but it was so, it was so good. And they had the, the, the group battling. Oh, that was so cute. I loved it. Loved then it. Loved um, it. just around the time my feet started really hurting me. Um. Oh, you don't know where my feet was hurting me. Oh my god. So um, after him was um Raz B and Raz B if you remember Pandemonium Pandemonium had three songs on it that were like potent like that album actually was a mature album mm-hmm. compared to their first one he did they did everything 
I wish they just would have sang it out instead of just doing the first little 30 seconds of it. It was like, you should have did the, well, the whole, whole thing song. Was, then they did Baby Girl, which was my favorite. I didn't even notice that they did Baby Girl. They did Baby Girl. And Would You Be Here was... Well, if you are a fan of the Pandemonium album, everything, sleeping. Sleep. And y'all know that the Dream wrote not only everything, he also wrote sleeping. Now, um, also, Would You Be Here. Mm. Uh, he did those three songs. Um, and then Omarion, of course, came out and did his solo material, which he gave it to you, bitch. He yeah. gave it to you in yeah. its entirety. But afterwards, they did, like, of course, they did Boys for Life. And then they did the song that they left out to was Bump, Bump, Bump. B2K's portion of the show actually seemed the shortest. Seemed it was. It was, you know what? I, I loved it for what it was. But at the same time, it was really underwhelming. Like, they could have sung everything. They could have sung Would You Be Here and Sleeping to at least give everybody what they paid for. And I get it. But it's, um, it was, their part was really underwhelming. I think they invested too much into the opening acts instead of into themselves. Granted, they only had like two albums, but you had some really good songs on them two albums. You definitely would have had everybody singing. Especially the day ones. If they would have did sprung from the fucking um, You Got Served soundtrack, if you remember that soundtrack, Sprung was a bomb. Mm-hmm. Now, they had, like, you had, like she said, you had a lot of good tracks on those first, on those two albums. Now, like, even most of the acts that were on that stage, they were known for like two albums. Mm-hmm. When Bobby V did Anonymous, I think everybody had a moment when they realized that Bobby V did Anonymous. It was a lot of songs here that he that he had that we didn't realize. When he we went, remembered when he started playing the piano to turn the page, I'm like, yes. It, it just it was a wonderful trip down memory lane, and I'm just elated. It was the best like 180 that we spent a piece. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful experience. I def will um I def have no issue with, you know, going again to do certain like to see it. Like I definitely wouldn't mind. If they came about and let's say they decide the tour again, I wouldn't mind going again. So since that's a recap of our Sunday night, we're gonna go directly into um the timeline. The timeline this week, we're gonna not even um get into a lot of it um because there's certain things that we want to talk about that we really can't um or we're gonna hold off now um oh wow okay we'll talk about that later so first things first let me see what's on my timeline that i can get into before anything else because it's flooded with what we're talking about later on um oh huh Beyonce and Jay-Z both did something that they both haven't done in like, well, especially Beyonce. She hasn't done it in like 10 years. She went to the NAACP Image Awards. Now, the the thing is, once you reach a certain pillar of success when it comes to Hollywood, you do not, like, these are like award shows that you would skip. The ones that are designed for us, you end up typically skipping. Why that happens, I don't know, but you end up skipping them to go to like the MTV Video Music Awards the Grammys, um, all those other shows that basically 
are whitewashed to begin with, you go to those and you'll skip the award shows that were created to celebrate yourselves. Mm -hmm. So this year, they made it their business to go to the NAACP Image Awards. Um, Beyonce won Entertainer of the Year and Jay-Z won the President's Award, I believe. And he dedicated... Um, the thing I liked when Beyonce made her speech, her acceptance speech for it, the one thing that it connected so much with some of the music, because um, Aaliyah doesn't reference Beyonce, but I do. Um, it resonated to a lot of the music, like when they did Killing Time on the first Destiny Child album, and then when Beyonce did Heaven, it made sense as to why these songs made sense to me now, because she spoke about her... Well, no, oh my God, I'm mixing two award shows up. Um, I'm thinking of when she did the GLAAD Awards. When they went to the GLAAD Awards, I'm like, they did two recent events, but the GLAAD Awards took place like early this early last week. Yeah, it was like early last week. When she accepted it, she dedicated to her Uncle Johnny that had a hand in raising her and Solange. And of course, I believe what she was hinting at is he came to HIV and AIDS. Now she said that, of course, he was an instrumental part of their growing up. And she dedicated the war to him and she definitely said my favorite line, which we all knew, if you want to fuck him and take him, if you want to make love to him and take him to Red Lobster afterwards, that is your business. It is my business if I go to Red Lobster afterwards. You know, even though I'm with, you know, right now, I'm, this is going to be hard for me. Um, <laughs> I, we'll get into that later. So, um, yeah, that happened. Oh, bitch. We, can we do our first rant real quick? What do we say we're gonna call it? The rant. Uh, um, we, we we came up. I, with you know what? I have. A, I think I have a better name for what we do. The rant stuff. I don't know who needs to hear this, but dot dot dot. What you think? That's kind of a mouthful. The unpopular thing. There we go. Okay. Well, there, look, go. there we go. We're That's titled. the working title. That's the working title. See, he's sitting here working things out while we talking to y'all. Yeah, literally. Like, she mentioned it to me earlier, but I think I like um, the unpopular opinion, but we're going to revisit that at a later time. Um, first things first, Kim Zosiak. Girl, can we talk? Who? Kim Zosiak. Girl, can we talk? Beerman? Um, I guess. Can we have a conversation? I guess. So, Sis really put up this picture on Instagram. I'm going to zoom in real quick. Uh, you know I'm old. I, I gotta... She puts up this picture on Instagram. I want you to take a close look at that picture. That's a black woman. Thank you. Why the hell is she on Instagram saying that's her? Why is she nigga fishing? Like, why are you sitting here? That is obvious. That is melanin in that skin, dear. That's melanin. And you can tell even the brown hat. Why are you sitting here trying to say that is you? That is not you. That child stop playing. That's a good April Fool. You know what? Amanda Sill said it before not so long ago and um it resonates so much with this picture um there's a lot of white women that believe that getting these surgeries and stuff done makes them superior to black women and then she also later on said there's a lot of black men that agree but baby you're paying whole ass money for what i get naturally like the thing my mother that, gave it to me you the, have to go buy it like the, the things that they love to go get surgically enhanced are the things that we were always picked on before the color of our skin the thickness of our lips the whiteness of our hips the the the, the why excuse me how big your bosom is hello how big your ass is. Hello. 
all these things they're now paying top dollar to now achieve. And then actually the features and the just the enhancements of a black woman that they could get naturally. Like a, a curvy black woman that, of course, you could tell when a black woman has some children because her hips are just wide. So the, they want that curviness. They want that, those types of things. But Miss Osiak, didn't you go into a whole tangent a year ago about how you're not racist and technically racism is actually a thing that was made up from the Internet and that it wasn't a thing until social media started to really make it something? First of all, sis, you weren't you weren't sitting with us in the back of the bus. You weren't sitting with us on picket lines and um, fences. You weren't sitting here rallying for equal rights for people of color. But yet you don't want to believe you're a racist. But yet you sat here and took a whole picture of a black woman and posted it to your Instagram. To make and said, think it was you. And said it was you. Do I need the man phones? Um, so you sit like literally what kind of message are you sending to the people that still support you? Because last time I checked, Andy took away your little show. When Nini had mentioned it, like um I'm still trying to understand why she still has a spinoff and she hasn't been a housewife in years. I don't even know why she's even a thing. I don't know why she's a thing either. People like to continue to make her a thing. I thought we left wig when Nini sold her by. Hmm. I promised you a year ago I thought we were done with Kim Zilziak Bearman. I thought we were done, but obviously I still need to sit here and address her and the, the whitewashing that she's trying to, to walk past as black. And repeat what I said, the whitewashing that she likes to pass as black. Mm-hmm. Says no amount of tanning could get you to that complexion. No matter how many black men you like to pursue, pursue and screw, you are not a Kardashian and even they are, even they are not black. Get it together. Forget it forever. You're not black. No matter how much money you pay to do so, you'll never be black. Mm-hmm. And I'm done on that rant. Uh, so Chris Rock. What the fuck are you doing now? At the NAACP Image Awards, when, of course, Jay-Z and Beyonce were there, um, he made a joke about Jesse Smollett, even though they told him not oh. to do it. I think I read about this in passing today. Oh, I'm about to give it to you. How dare your how dare your niggerosity to even tell Jesse Small that he is a waste of light skin? Privilege. Like I don't I don't like I don't get that. Like whether he listen, y'all can believe what y'all like to believe. Whether you believe he did it, whether you believe he don't, that is your prerogative at this point. I really don't want to go down that road again. But I will say this, what you will not do is blatantly disrespect this man, especially in a space that's supposed to celebrate African-Americans, not tear them down. So why the hell would you get on that stage and make that kind of joke? And the problem that I have was the main people that were caping for Jesse were laughing. Case in point, Trevor Noah. Yes, he was laughing at Chris Rock. Whether it was a nervous laugh or whether he was a laugh because he thought that the joke was funny, he laughed. And you were the main person caping and rallying for him. But yet you're laughing at this joke. There was nothing about it that was funny. But that's the topic. You want to go ahead on into, you know what? Do you want to save the topic of the backlash for the actual, um, for the actual threat? Oh, girl. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to save the actual backlash for the threat or do you want to go into it now? Because it's going to tie in with the... Th- you know what? I think it ties in with what we're talking about right now. That's perfectly fine. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back. 
Yeah, I had the little refill that good old cup. But while we're here, thank you so much for your continued support for the actual podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, please continue to like, which means you actually like what you heard. Rate. It helps us get us up with the rankings, especially with Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, which means you download. Don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. Would you like to keep in contact with the actual conversation going on even after the podcast is released? And yes, I do check my social media handles on the regular. For Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is WRYH Podcast. Once again, it is WRYH Podcast. I'm also looking to collaborate with other podcasters. Would you like to be on this show? Would you want me on yours? Fine. Email me at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for your continued support. And let's get back to the show. I'm pretty sure my cup is full by now. Okay, that's enough. So, um, yesterday, like I was saying, we found out while at the Millennium Tour, because this is kind of like the condensed version of everything, because we wanted to really get to this topic. Um, while we were at the Millennium Tour, we found out that Nipsey Hussle was fatally shot in Slauson in front of the actual store that he built, clothing store that he actually had built and ran in his old neighborhood. Now, the thing that kills me, and this is why I really wanted to get into this, um, today, I think y'all have found every day, every week, every time something major happens, y'all find a way to irritate my soul. To a whole new level of just irritation, and I don't understand why I allow this to happen, but we're gonna get to the bottom of this shit today. Oh, we oh, this is gonna tie all in. It's gonna tie all in with cancel culture. So today we are gonna be talking about cancel culture because y'all need a lesson, let alone a tutorial on what it means to cancel a person. Now, the thing is, a while back, I want to say a few, I want to say this was like, what, probably about two or three years ago? Um, Nancy Hustle, I posted a video and basically was saying that this is the image of a black man and that this basically no homosexuals were in the, were in the picture. And he also said it's a part of the agenda, blah, 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 the cat had the can. Now, the part that I saw no one actually want to post was the actual interview that he did on The Breakfast Club. That he cleared it up. He cleared that whole misconception up where he said, I have no issue with anyone's sexuality. Why would I have an issue with how someone identifies sexually? Why can't we do, why can't we just respect that? This man lost his life. There are people that are mourning the loss of him, the loss, the mourning his loss. He, whether you wanted to agree and say that he was canceled and he was a homophobe, at the end of the day, a mother lost her son, a girlfriend lost her boyfriend, a father, a child lost his father, and whether you want to believe it or not, he actually was a person. How many of you can sit here and say? Oh, I cancel so-and-so because they don't like gay people. Last time I checked, you still go around your damn family. Last time I checked, you still go around your homophobic friends, especially the fag hags that really talk shit about you behind your back. You still go around them. Oh, but they're can oh, but he's canceled when he cleared up what he said. I wanna pose a question. When is it time to pull back the cancel on a person? 
because I really believe some of y'all just really hold this whole cancel turn and y'all run with it. Even when someone apologizes and you feel like it's not enough, you still cancel them. Like, I see it as this whole cancel culture thing. For me, it depends. Um, see, it's it's like a social media buzzword. Yes. People use it so much, you forget what the fuck it means. Like how people say, oh, he dragged you when he just did a little light little read. It's like, it's not a drag. Y'all say it so damn much, y'all don't even remember what the fuck it means anymore. Bruce, but I broken. So that's the same thing with, oh, they canceled. Oh, they canceled. This is canceled. You already know we're using the word too damn much when white people start using the word. And you know they don't use our shit within context anyway. Not, not to mention, y'all, last time I checked, y'all canceled H&M, but that ain't gonna stop y'all niggas from going inside H&M to get a dance so, um, pair of trunks or a sweatsuit or a swimsuit. Y'all ain't gonna stop going in and look for clubs to go, clothes to go to the fucking club. Y'all not gonna stop. And the last time I checked, Gucci was supposed to be canceled. Y'all niggas is still going to Gucci. Still. Well, I mean, that was the easiest boycott I ever, I ever been a part of. I can't afford this shit anyway. I mean, you could get me better at saying I'm canceling coach. <laughs> I'm like, sweetie, we don't have to revisit this idea because last time I checked, coach, coach is actually one of the designers I can afford. Okay, dear? I need to revisit that one. But while we're on the double topic of a double standard, because we're going to come back to Nipsey, the police, honey. Um, a video resurfaced um, from what she said about two, three years ago about her admitting that she drugged men and then robbed them. And everyone is up in arms about it. Now, the crazy part is everyone wanted to run and um, sit here and bash Cardi and claim that Cardi is this person, this, that, and the third. What about someone? So, what about Bill Cosby? What about Harvey Weinstein? What about all these people? You she know, but she's the same shit. <laughs> not to mention, let's be perfectly clear about something. Um, while y'all saying this, most I hear this from because you know I follow Stan Twitter. Most of this came from um, Nicki Minaj fans, bitch. Um, y'all want to talk about drugging people? You want to really get into that conversation? Because last time I checked on Queen in Miami, there's a lyric about Nicki drugging a dude. Not to mention, if you really want to go that far back to try and cape and defend Nicki, then why don't we go take a trip, a visit back to Keys and the Palm Trees? Lonnie was a fan back then, and I remember that song. And it was actually one of her toughest songs. Oh, or the fact of how she was sitting here admitting that she did something on the record and that the bitch was ready to come to her house and set her up. Hmm. But we want to sit here and try and cancel Cardi. Men have, male rappers have been admitting to shit that they've done on wax for years. Years with an S, a capital S. And that's the thing, and that's what I wanted to touch on, because niggas took this shit and ran with it. They really did. They and ran. Seeing this shit on my on my fucking timeline, yeah, I was on the side of okay, like yeah, period. That shit is that shit is wrong. But when I really looked into it and what the things that you know, like certain black women were saying, I was like, you know what, my stance is completely different on this shit because. She she while she should have just sat there and ate her damn food and just not said shit. Okay. Because she openly admitted it. No one asked you. You didn't have you didn't have to do that. You, mm-hmm. you didn't have to do it at all. But because now that it's out there, 
Mm-hmm. You have people who are who do dislike you will take that shit and run with it. Now, back to niggas. Niggas was like, oh, y'all sitting up here, y'all was mad at R. Kelly and Bill Cosby and this person and that person for doing this to that, and she need to be held to the same standard. No, she should not. No, she shouldn't. Because she has not sexually assaulted anyone. She has not raped anyone. Nope. She has not taken anyone's... Nope. Taken away anyone's consent. So... She she's not in that same category. Was her drugging men wrong? Yes, absolutely. Altering someone's mental state to do anything to them is wrong. Period. Now, let me get to the to the nuance part about it. Mm. Now, I'm pro ho, so pro. you do whatever you know, whatever makes you feel best about yourself. Now, we have women who are sex workers that are getting killed. Yes, they get raped. They get drugged. Yes. Where's where's the outrage for them? And the, but then it's like okay, mm-hmm. niggas again. You have niggas in the rap game who rap about drugging women, killing them, and raping them proudly. Mm. You have those the likes of Rick Ross saying, "I put that Molly in her drink. She didn't even know it." Now you're 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 proudly rapping about that, but Carter's like, "I don't put that shit in my music because I'm not proud of it." That was a difference for me. Because I was like, yo, you really do have niggas who actually rap about this shit, put it in their music, and here people are listening to it and singing to it and all of that shit. But here's Cardi, she never mentioned it in her music. We would have never known until she until she said it. And she, she, she didn't even have to say it. And it, she did not run from it either. She didn't act like the vi- like the backlash wasn't there. She didn't act like it didn't exist. And she did not wait. She addressed it that same day. Exactly. She addressed it the same day. And especially if you are a sex worker, you've done worse. And you've done maybe worse. worse has been done to you because niggas do this shit all the time. All the time. And not to mention, last time I checked, that person is a willing bystander. Nine times out of ten, they know something is in that fucking drink. You gotta know. I wouldn't say that necessarily. Or that something is about like it's when a dude is it's hard to say, but when a dude is really like into a situation that they're willing to go to mile to get it, they're gonna do just about anything, even if it seems questionable. Because nine times out of ten, these niggas was already drunk a high. True. So to get on something else, we can like I don't can none of neither one of us condone it, but you got to look at the reality of the situation here. Exactly, and I mean you know what, niggas being niggas, they so, don't want to hold themselves accountable for the shit they do, which is way worse than what she has done. Now, yeah, they want to put her in the same category as R. Kelly and and Bill Cosby, which is completely R- asinine. R. Kelly is a is a pedophile. Bill Cosby is a, is a sexual predator. Hello. Has Cardi repeated the same crime since? More than likely, no. Since she stopped stripping, I can guarantee you, no, she has not. But let's be perfectly clear about something. Y'all ain't canceling her. Even when you tried to cancel her, you can't because she owned up to what she did. She confessed, yeah, it happened. I'm not proud of it, but it happened. Um, just like Nipsey cleared up what he said about gays. But in death, this is the part that bothers me, and this is my rant. In death, y'all are sitting here saying, but he was a homophobe. 
the man just died and all you care about is he was homophobic I said it before and I'll say it again you will forgive friends you will forgive family that is clearly homophobic and don't respect or like your lifestyle. Smiling your face, going behind you to your family and probably to your other friends, popping mad shit about you. Mm-hmm. But y'all canceling this man that owned up to what he said and corrected it. Cardi owned up to what she said and corrected it. And because the apology wasn't enough for you, you're still like, they're still canceled. You're, I'm, it's kind of like you saying... A group of people is going to not go somewhere. Let's say we're going to boycott McDonald's. Oh, they're canceled. Our little five or ten people, McDonald's ain't losing no money. They ain't a drop of shit. They ain't losing no money. Not at all. A major corporation isn't going to lose any money. These artists, because you stop supporting them, are not going to stop losing the money. They're not. Because somebody's still going to stream them. Somebody's still going to go to their concert. Somebody's still going to pay for the venue. So it ain't going to matter. It's not going to matter. The only time that we have successfully canceled anybody was um, <sighs> Carrie Hilson. But. Okay. I stand by what I say. Um, no, I, I know. I know. I know. Because I. I, I, I mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Nobody's losing any sleep there. No one's losing any money. They're not losing any support. And contrary to belief, outside of music, Nipsey had multiple streams of income. Music was his main one, but it wasn't his only form of income. He was shot outside of his business. Okay? Outside of his business. The story that he owned. Let that let that marinate in your spirit if you're not going to support him. Because oh, if you passion. can't find a humanity to even mourn the fact that this man lost his life senselessly, then shut up. Shut the fuck up. And like waking up today and actually getting on social media, it was like my fucking timeline was imploding because it was like a whole more negativity but then positivity about him. And all the negativity was just basically surrounding this whole, like, I guess, joke about how he was doing the documentary Dr. Sebi and how niggas is stupid about thinking that he got killed because of the documentary and all the conspiracy theories and all of that shit. And it was, oh, fuck Dr. Sebi and fuck Nipsey and fuck this and fuck that. And I was like, yo, well, this is just crazy. I stayed on social media like all day. And what what I saw... Girl, I curse my own Facebook. Was a lot of hastily thrown together opinions about what all of this is. And that's what I don't get about y'all. Y'all don't have the fucking wherewithal to say, I don't have an opinion on this, but rest in peace. Or I don't have enough information right now. But rest in peace. But rest in peace. Or just keep it the fuck moving. Why do y'all feel so pressured? To pick a side. Like, I saw myself sitting there reading the shit like, damn, like, what side am I really on? But, oh, that, that's kind of fucked up because, you know, the whole homosexual, the whole, like, homosexuality thing. Yeah, I think about it because I have friends like you that are gay. I think about you guys when I form my opinions because the things that I think affect how I treat you and how you treat me. So, 
I'm like, well, that's kind of fucked up. But then I'm like, yeah, I can't just say fuck him because this man had a wife. He had kids. He had a family. And he was killed senselessly. He died tragically. And then tragically. It's like, and then I had to actually sit and think, like, why are you so pressured to pick a side? You don't, you know what? I didn't even know Nipsey Hussle. I was mildly aware of him. Right. I can't say that I knew him. I was aware of him. Right. I was aware he existed. That's who he was. He was a rapper. He did this and that. Cool. Aware of him. But I can't sit here and just say, oh, fuck this man. And it was about this and it was about that. And it's like, okay, he's still someone who died very tragically. And execution style, might I add. Exactly. And then it's like, okay, why am I so pressured to pick a side? Like, everybody's just throwing these 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 opinions about him and about what he said and what he's done and oh fuck this and fuck that he's not the black woman he said this and that okay I don't care about any of that I do he actually but treasured black women but continue I, I like okay I get that but it's like I'm not gonna pick a side because even though I was aware of him I still don't have enough information to form an opinion and I'm not going to take your opinion that you threw together in 30 seconds from reading somebody on Woke Book's fucking, fucking post. Or a repost of an old-ass Instagram exactly. post. Exactly. I don't want to take your opinion that you threw together in 30 seconds to form mine. It's kind of the same thing with the Jesse Smollett situation. Y'all really wanted everyone to throw him under the bus and say that he was guilty. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. If you don't know what side you're on, shut the fuck up. Just don't say anything. Period. Like, the whole thing with Jesse Smollett, I, it didn't make sense. But you know what? I sat my ass down and was like, you know what? It don't make no sense. But you know what? It's none of my black ass business. And it's the same thing when it comes to it's the same thing that comes to him. Like I started seeing a negative post, like, oh, but he was homophobic. He was homophobic. He was homophobic. And I was so glad Joseph Williams. Shout out to the Minnesota Social Work on Facebook. He made a post about it. Like, y'all are sitting here really caping for someone you don't even take the time to get to know. All you know is one thing about him. You didn't do any research on how he actually gave back to Slauson. You didn't do any research to, the, to the, know, know and understand that he talked about investing in Black businesses. He was not someone that talked about it. He was about it. And then you have the people who are talking about Dr. Sebian. That's what my, my timeline is full of now. Like, okay, we get it. Y'all like buzzwords and all this, like, y'all like to blow shit out of proportion. Always, at any given time. Now, I thought I, I thought that my, my part of my thought process to this was, okay, now, I'm all about keep that same energy. Right. Right? So, I don't remember, was it the summer when Stefan Clark died? The one that got shot right outside his grandmother's house? Yeah. And he had the Asian girlfriend who was real racist and then they found his tweets talking about old oh, black women this and that talking down to them whatever. Now I was like okay that's really fucked up like he died that's kind of sad like you know why they have to do that this that and forth. Now but then when those tweets came out I was like man nah fuck that nigga. Like you know oh y'all gonna go march with him? I ain't going. I ain't doing that shit. Fuck that. Cause he ain't even gonna fuck about black women when black women are on the lines for black men every day. Now, I'm all about keep that same energy. I thought the same thing about Nipsey when the information came out about him saying X, Y, and Z about black women and like about um, 
you know, being homophobic and things like that. But then I was like, yo, wait a minute. How do I know any of this is fucking true? I don't have the time nor the patience to go look for this shit. So you know what? I'm going to shut the fuck up and I'm going to mind my damn business. Rest in peace. Did you see the actual interview when he was on top yes, of Yes, I did. Okay. And I, when I saw that, I was like, you know what? That's what really made me think, okay, I'm looking at everybody else's opinion on this that they threw together in 30 seconds, because you can tell. They threw this together in 30 seconds, didn't even watch the video, and are not looking for anything to the contrary. I'm like, I'm rushing into this. I'm not even thinking about anything else. You know what? I don't I don't know. I don't have an opinion. And that's gonna and that's the answer. A lot of people do not know how to say I don't know. I don't have an opinion. Mm. I'll need to look into it. Well. Or I just don't have enough information right now. You know what really did it for me? Um and I have to go back to come forward when SX Tatian passed away. Now that was a fatal shooting. And that was really horrific because he passed away in his car. He was at a car dealership and mm-hmm. got shot in his car. Mm-hmm. Boy was 20-something years old. Early 20s, might I add mm-hmm. you. Was he even 21? I think he was just 20. Around that. Yeah. Now, here's why I was just like, I'm not about to go on a whole tangent about him and how great of a man he was. I'm like, I remember how he lived. Mm-hmm. He was reckless as fuck. This man literally sat here and abused a pregnant woman that was pregnant with his child. That is something I'd be like, no, that nigga is canceled. I'm not sitting here saying that I feel I'm not sitting here saying that he deserved to die. No one deserves to pass away, especially the way that he did. But I'm not going to sit here and go on a complete tangent about this man, knowing that he was really an awful human being. I'm not going to say I'm not going to give him a recipe post. I'm not going to do any of that. If you do not like someone, what is so difficult about you not speaking on them? What is so damn difficult about it? They, no, and that's is what I said because people are uncomfortable with saying I don't know, I don't have enough information, or I don't have an opinion. It's okay to not have an opinion, and it is even more okay to just shut the fuck up. They don't know how to do that, and then they'll run around screaming, "Oh, he's canceled! He's canceled! He's canceled! He's canceled!" But yet, y'all sitting here supporting these homophobic-ass young rappers that really don't give a fuck about you, but you're putting money back into their fucking pockets. You are still sitting here supporting these people. Y'all still support Rick Ross, and he's openly homophobic. Credit card scans, that was for the faggots. Y'all, fi- y'all forgot was, that line? And was found out to be a cop, but y'all still buying his album. Y'all still buying his album? Y'all still listening to him lie about pushing weight? Y'all still love him? These people that are openly homophobic, y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all don't care. But yet, there's someone that actually rectified what the fuck he said, and y'all still trying to cancel him. And that's the thing, what I notice now. You know, on the internet, you can say one thing, and people will run with that shit. That's, and that's what I think happened with Nipsey and this whole thing. Granted, he could have packaged it, packaged the, the, the statement better, so that way he could have he could have minimized how much they ran away with it. But then I'm taking a page out of out of white people's book. Sometimes it is just better to shut up, sit and wait for the situation to develop. I've now, learned, you know what Kevin said that there's um, a thing. 
recently he said it before he stopped recording mm-hmm. he was he said there's one thing that he's learned as of late with all these situations that have happening on social media just sit back Shut and wait to form an opinion and then give your opinion on the situation and then there's this thing um like in psychology it's a concept there's a difference between we reacting and responding well Come on, Pastor. People think that the two are the same thing, but your actions are different. One is one is more negative and the other is more positive. Right. Reacting is negative because when you react, you're like Nipsey Hussle. Oh, what insert homophobic statement. Reacting is, oh, this nigga homophobic. Kim's this nigga. Then he ain't shit and he ain't this and he ain't that. But responding is, okay, you said that. All right, I'm going to hold on to that. Now, I'm going to wait and see if you clear this up. But if you run with it, I'll form my opinion then. But here's the thing that we both have that that the common person doesn't have. We have the logic and the tact to understand you need to look at someone's response to the situation before you actually say they're canceled. The thing is... We have canceled so many people, so many situations. You put some on your child. I'm about to gulp it. I'm about mm. to gulp it, child. Um, I know, honey. I know. So the thing is, y'all will cancel things. Y'all will cancel people and personalities and all these different things. But yet, weeks, months later, you're supporting them again. And it's like, is the apology good enough? Like, it was someone, I think they said, like, what am I, I'm not apologizing again. Like, I'm done apologizing about the situation. I forget what it was. Was that Kevin Hart? That sounds like a Kevin Hart apology. I st- listen, there's one thing you know about, look, hold up. A Kevin Hart apology. There's one person that I never will sit here and go out my way to support ever again, and that is Kevin Hart. I'm sorry. That is one person that is homophobic, and his reaction to everything that took place was deplorable. It was fucking disgusting, and I can never support him again. That is one thing where I can say I really canceled a person. Like I don't care what you do. I really don't, because your spirit is ugly. Like This passive... toxic positivity that y'all like to put out where y'all just move on from a situation and act like the shit never fucking happened that is toxic it's not dealing with the situation thinking that the situation is going to blow the fuck over it's not going to help you it's still in the moment it's still present it's still a thing it's still happening and see now that I just thought about it I'm about to spit bars now but what I just said with the reacting versus responding right that's Go. I'm about to do it. Go. Do it. This poll got me going. So now, when the whole cancel culture thing started, it was a response. But because we've used that response so much, it's become a reaction. And the reaction is so negative with this cancel culture. We cancel people just out of a knee jerk reaction. You sneeze the wrong way on a Tuesday. Cancel. You banging on the... You know. Sorry. Yeah. You sneeze on it the wrong way on Tuesday. Cancel. And no, and that's it. You don't... They don't wait for you to respond to say, oh, like, I didn't mean to sneeze that way. I meant to turn to the right three times and stand there, you know, do a little dip and then sneeze. They don't wait for that. 
do you think they will, will ever see an end of cancel culture? No. I think we should end on because that. Because we've, we've, we've turned it into a reaction. And reactions is something that's it's a learned behavior. We've learned to react that way. So there's got to be some sort of unlearning in order to kind of step back and reassess it and then put it to some good use. Well, y'all niggas don't know how to do that anyway, so we're going to just leave it at that. Um, I think that pretty much sums up our conversation about cancel culture. Um, If you have anything to elaborate further on, we would love to hear it. Um, I think I had a mental health tip or the ultimate selfie for the week, and I forgot it. But you know what? Let's let them settle on reacting versus responding. Think about some ways that you react and ways that you respond. Now, it could be an email from your boss telling you mm-hmm. to pick up, go go pick up some papers from around the corner. Now, or reaction is, the fuck, this nigga's telling me to go pick up some goddamn paper. Why can't he go pick up the fuck paper? You know, that's reacting. Risk. Now, if you just wait, and respond, sure. We'll get the paper. Yeah, you, know, you can go get it on the way to get your coffee. You can go get it on, you know. If you want to procrastinate, the paper is your business. Exactly. So think about react. Like when you go through these situations, think about I got am it. I reacting or am I responding? I got it. I got, it. I got it. I remembered it. I think I had this one before, but I think I just, that now is a perfect time for me to say it again. Um, I posted um, something. If you remember from Black and Crew, you remember Puma. Um, he put up an actual post about basically honoring people while they're still here. So mm. I said, give the flowers while they can still smell them. Mm. With the everything that's gone on with me personally within like the past going on year now, I've learned, especially when it comes to people that are getting up there in age or even people that's our age, Nipsey was 33, Mm -hmm. give people their flowers while they can smell them. Mm -hmm. Appreciate the person while they can still, you can still tell them I love you. I appreciate you, everything you've ever done for me. Your actions speak way louder than your words ever could. Give them the flowers while they're here to smell them. Mm -hmm. Don't wait until they're they're gone to have to write an RIP post. Just do it. Don't yeah. wait to do it. Just do it. And then on that note, I think we cursed y'all niggas out more than enough for the week. Yes, y'all, y'all may not be in trouble next week. Stop acting the fuck up. Let's pray because like the past going on a month, y'all have like over a month, y'all have been getting on my last. I know, and y'all been wilding on my birthday month. Like, come on now. Y'all been getting on my damn my last damn nerve. I'm turning into the male version of Leah, and that is not a good thing. Bitch, I ain't that damn terrible. I know I'm bad, but I ain't that damn bad. When you want to go on a complete tangent and go on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> Love you much. Kiss this and podcast all so I can cut you. You ain't going to touch me. <laughs> With that being said, that concludes this episode. As always, please follow us at WRYH Podcast. That is WRYH Podcast. We are available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time. Peace out. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.